recording. Hi, this is Mark Sebi with PlotPoints.com. We come to you bi-weekly, bi-monthly, sorry, uh, every other week. Uh, I am here with a good friend, collaborator, uh, accomplished writer, uh, both in scripts and in novels, uh, my friend, uh, Chris Stiers. How are you, Chris? I'm doing fine. How are you, Mark? Uh, good, good. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's a tough tough weather in uh southern california because it's been in the 90s yeah. but uh even on the even on the coast uh but yep. it's cooling down so uh, that's all good um so we you know i uh i wanted to mention when i did the podcast with larry we did a emmy a little emmy segment and i had to cut it out and i should have added it on as a codicil or perhaps an addendum of some sort but i didn't um Anyway, I just wanted to congratulate all the Emmy winners, uh, especially the streaming services who seem to be really taking over uh, the world. But um, congrats to all that. We 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 did cover some of the Emmys um, and we should have covered them more. But I'm, I don't know. My feeling is award shows reward um, a certain political contingent in in any uh, you know, Grammys, Emmys, yeah. Academy Awards. It does, uh, you know, Golden Globe. Uh, and so I'm not as uh, big a fan of award show if, as some people, but um, it certainly is a great accomplishment. I would love to have an Oscar, Emmy, uh, or even a Razzie. I'd take a Razzie at this point, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that because that means somebody's at least watching your stuff. You know, that's what yeah. it's like. Uh, what is the opposite of love? Isn't hate? It's apathy. And so, uh, yeah. so yeah, I, I would take a Razzie. So, Chris, okay. uh, have you been watching anything exciting lately, or what are you up to these days? As well, far as I did see some new stuff. Okay. I did watch uh, Anola Holmes. Oh yeah, how that? How was that? I, that was enjoyable. Uh huh. It yeah. was. It was a little different take on the Holmes. Um. Right. It's her. Uh, it's his sister, right? And everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's his youngest sister. And I saw the first two or three episodes of Cobra Kai. Oh, finally, yeah. Yeah, I, I finished yeah. the first season and started the second season. Um, I mean, I enjoyed the first, I mean, there were, there were points in there where I thought it's, it's going on a little bit long for what it is, but man, was it fun. I thought it was very enjoyable. Yeah. So. And I watched the, uh, first, the pilot for Ratched. Yeah, one of my friends recommended that. Um, yeah. It's uh, Ryan Murphy. Uh, he's got like a huge deal with Netflix. He's one of the co-creators yeah. of Glee and American Horror uh -huh. Story. So uh, how'd you and and so Ratchet? Yeah, Ratchet. Yeah, it, it, what an interesting concept, huh? Taking a a yeah. really evil, ugly character and uh, showing either how she got. I don't know. Is that what they're trying to do? Is show how she got there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Showing okay. how she became who she was. Yeah, yeah, it's on the list. I mean, I just... some of the some of her quirks are already there, <laughs> but uh, other stuff. Yeah, is how it came about. Mm. Yes. Okay. And I finally got to see the uh, pilot for Star Trek Discovery. The, oh yeah, excellent! I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it goes in an interesting direction. Um, eventually it finds its, uh, its main storyline, but it's a, it, it takes a while for it to get there. It's a, it's, yeah. 
I, I really admired the uh, the creativity that went into the storyline because obviously at the end of episode one, you don't know what the hell is going to happen, and um, it, right, it goes in a completely different direction. So, well, that's good. And good, it's very I intriguing. Yeah, I enjoyed. I, in fact, very. I'm. I can't wait to get back to Discovery at some point. And Picard, I don't, I mean, if you ever get a chance to see Picard, I think you'd enjoy that too. Uh, okay. com- completely different take on, I don't even know how to describe it, but, um, it's an interesting that he goes from being this starship, you know, heroic starship captain to being this, uh, grape farmer, uh, you know, uh, and that's basically yeah. where he opens. And so, yeah. Uh. Yeah, I've been watching. I still have, you know, am really impressed with a lot of, um, uh, like, you know, international stuff. Like I'm watching an Australian series called Janet King, which is about okay. a barrister. She's a, or no, I'm sorry. She's, she's a prosecutor, uh, in the oh. Australian judicial, judicial, judicial system. Easy for me to say. And, um, <laughs> also Jack Taylor, which I had started and I, I got, I lost track of where it was, but it's back now. I'm not sure. I can't remember which network. I think it's Netflix. Um, uh-huh. but it's a, it's based on a set of books about a, uh, kind of a disgraced, uh, policeman. They call him the Garda, G-A-R-D-A. Uh, it's an hour and a half, very hard bitten. He gets beaten up. He drinks. He smokes. Uh, he hates his mother. You know, I mean, it's a real, it's a really, challenging character but it's amazing how much you like him uh so yeah i highly recommend both of them uh the janet king um storyline i saw the first series or first yeah first series and uh, jack taylor i I saw i don't know how many i'm going back to the beginning so anyway uh but yeah that they're they're both very very good and the ones you mentioned are terrific too so what a what a what a great time to be a a fan of television or of yes. anything, right? Yeah. Just oh, that. absolutely. Um, so we're uh, Plot Points Podcast. Um, I'm Mark Sevy. I'm with my uh, good friend, collaborator, sometimes collaborator, Christopher Styers. You can find Christopher's work all over the interwebs. If you, if you go to Amazon or Barnes & Noble, he's got a uh, author's page. He's uh, got um, a website, ChristopherStyers.com, and uh, he's also got a court, uh, a, a prison record. So you can find him in the uh, government. <laughs> <laughs> so if you search the prison. Uh, and, the- and Mark, I, ne- I never talk during my uh, interrogation. Yeah, I so know. I know. You're, you're okay. The boys, the boy, <laughs> all the boys and myself were very proud of you, Chris. So you don't. <laughs> Anyway, uh, but uh, let's segue that into uh, what are you working on, Chris? I hear you've got some cool things going on. Well, yeah, and this is has to do with once you've sold your work. Uh-huh. I uh, currently, for my seventh novel, I have finished uh, my part of the uh, copy editing. Okay. And now they have sent me a list of things to do, um, like what I would like to see on the cover art, different suggestions on what should be on the back cover and uh, possible uh, one-sentence log lines for Mm. advertising. Mm. So I'm working on that. And then I've got to do the uh, actual copy editing of the manuscript for my eighth novel. 
Ah. And I just got the word from my other publisher that here shortly I will get the copy reading uh part my part of uh my sequel to Paladin's Journey. So oh. that'll be my ninth novel. Wow. In, in the meantime and I wanna go once I get those finished up, I'm about halfway through a screenplay I started mm-hmm. and I wanna see if I can finish that up because I think the opening has worked really well, but they're tough. The second half and the ending, that's the killer. Yeah, absolutely. So, wow, it sounds like you're, you're, it sounds like your, your days are filled with, uh, writing, yeah. writing and more writing, but different types of writing too. Oh. So that's kind of cool. Yes. Yeah. 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 I've just been working on, I have some stuff due for a project. You know, I do websites on the side. I just picked up a big website project. So that's going to, that's going to, Good. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, I love doing that stuff, but it's not, you know, it's not my career. That's not what I'm about, yeah. but, um, I, I do really love it. And, but yeah, the other project's huge. Uh, I can't talk about it, uh, uh, online, but it's, uh, it's for a well-known company. Um, a lot of good, good stuff coming, hopefully coming out of it. So it's been uh-huh. keeping me busy. And I had to put my book on hold because of it, because they suddenly came up and said, Oh, we need this by October. And I, if you oh. didn't, if you haven't noticed, it's October already, and I'm still not done with it. But um, hopefully, hopefully, I'll get most of it done today, and then uh, Monday yeah. finish it up. But um, <clears throat> well, cool. I mean, <clears throat> looking forward to uh, what's the tell? Tell us the titles of this. What is it? The seventh, eighth, and ninth novel that you're working on? Well, uh, the tentative title for the seventh one is going to be Silk and Swords. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. We talked about that. That's yeah. the, but that's the Thurian Chronicles sequel. Sequel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's mythology, uh, medieval adventure romance. Okay. Right. Okay. And the, and I know this title for the eighth one's going to get changed is at this point, it is Milady's Familiar. Mm. And it's a medieval tale Port. that'll be okay. Port. Um, Medieval porn. Okay. (laughs) And um, it'll be part of the uh, Thurian series also. Uh Okay. And then the ninth one is my sequel to Paladin's Journey, which is Paladin's Journey to Mm. Sabian. Mm. Well, when when Netflix comes calling and wants to buy the rights to all these novels, don't forget your buddy over here. Put me in the writer's room. (laughs) <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, well, congratulations on all the, all the great success. Um, and that's the way it oh, comes. I mean, some, you know, you work for a long time. I mean, you've had, oh, yeah. Yeah. You've had great success in the past, but obviously there's been a fallow period and then all of a sudden things start to pop oh. and they just, they just, the floodgates. Yeah. Open. Yeah. yeah um, I've got a pile of rejections. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Me too. Buddy. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, but that's the that's the particular joy of being a uh, mule-headed writer is you you look at those and just think they're they're the ones that are wrong, not you, and you keep on punching. Yeah. So. Um, yep. we're we're Plot Points podcast. I'm Mark Sevy. This is Christopher Styers as my co-host. Uh, we are uh, we come to you uh, from 
uh, Southern California, the land of opportunity and milk and honey and traffic jams and heat and earthquakes and fires. So, uh, but that's all, that's all good. That's where we want to be. Um, and the, the podcast itself can be heard on iTunes, um, Apple podcasts and recently Amazon started a podcasting uh, aggregate, I guess, or service. And we're there too. Okay. So you can find, um, you can find plot points, po- uh, plot points podcast on those three major services. There's also okay. plotpoints.com and, um, there's a number 919 scripts, uh, S-C-R-I-P-T-S that you can call and talk to one of, I mean, you can't talk to us directly. It's on a, it's on an answering, uh, a voicemail line. So, but you can leave a message or suggestions and so, so speaking of, um, suggestions, uh, this week, I think we've already done um, endings, movie endings before, but I thought it would be a good, good topic to revisit. Uh, so we, we picked our top movie endings. Maybe we'll pick top series endings at some point too. But, um, a lot of the ones that I picked are just the ones that I would always pick. I don't, I don't know about you. How'd you come out with your list? I ended up with about a dozen (laughs) and, and I slowly, you know, keeping within the time frame you set up, slowly withered it down to five. Yeah, that, isn't, but, that, pain, um, isn't wonder, that painful? Um, That's painful to do, yes. isn't it? Yeah. Plus, uh, but I made uh, the entire list I put out because I wanted to see how many on my, that didn't make my top five, uh-huh. how many were on yours. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, go ahead. Let me hear, let me hear your top five. Okay, and these, uh, there's no particular pattern. Okay. Why? <laughs> so, cause you'll see, you'll be scratching your head after a couple of them. Um, I like the, I very much like the ending to Toy Story 3. Okay. That's the one where Andy ends up giving all of his toys to little Bon, Bonnie. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the toys, adventures, and the love they get continue on mm, after nice. Andy goes to college. Very nice, yeah. And I find I like the ending for Inception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on the you know? it's on a bunch of people's top ten list. Um, wasn't on mine, but I see it a lot yeah. mentioned. So, okay, okay. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, that's definitely okay. That's a classic. Yeah. And after that, Chinatown. Yeah, that's definitely another one. Yeah. Yeah, and for the top one, I put The Godfather. Uh, it's, yeah, I was going to say that's my top. That's my top too. Yeah. 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 I I've only have. Um, I think we've only intersected i had raiders of the lost ark on my list and i took it off uh for yeah. a different ending but um for so in no particular order uh one flew over the cuckoo's nest uh, okay i just don't think there's a better ending for for a movie or it's got to be the one the top one or two um yeah. I, a lot of people and i i'm kind of a sucker for this movie sixth sense i think the ending of yeah. that the the very last moment of that film is fantastic um, oh i it was it was on my other list yeah but, okay 
the Godfather, I think the Godfather that we've, I think you and I've talked about this, but scene where, where she looks yeah. back and they're closing the doors and somebody's kissing his ring. It's just amazing. Yeah. Uh, I also had the graduate. Um, I'm well, just a, okay. I'm, well, I'm just a sucker for that ending where the two of them are smiling. They're on the bus. They've just accomplished this great, you know, emotional, uh, wonderful thing that they, you know, and then the look on their faces when they realize what they've done yeah. is just amazing. And then, um, the movie seven, you know, is hard to argue with as one of the best endings, even though I think it's the wrong ending. I also think yeah. it's a great ending. So. Yeah. But I also gave a, a little movie called Attack the Block an honorable mention because I think oh, it's okay. yeah, really well done. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, those are uh, – here's the thing. Even if you don't love older movies like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest or Godfather or The Graduate or any of the ones that uh, – like Chinatown, those movies give you such uh, – uh, I always heard endings should be inevitable but not predictable. And I right. think those, I think those really define that phrase, inevitable, but not predictable. So yeah, endings are tough. I did a, a script called execution and I ended up having to write three endings because there were three possible scenarios that could have happened. And it's yeah. the only movie I've ever done that for the only script I've ever done that for, but I love all three endings and I would hope on if it ever got sold that on some sort of alternative, you know, like you could watch all three endings at some point, you know, at, at, so I know they used to do that on DVD, but yeah. anyway, I, anyway, endings are, we should spend a whole show talking about endings at some point. I think it's, there's so yep. much to talk about. All right. Let's, uh, we're going to have to wrap it up pretty soon. I don't know okay. how close this is, but give me, let's talk about one, maybe one question. Um, before we do that, let me just remind the people we're plot points podcast. I'm Mark Sevy. This is Christopher Stiers. Um, so you had a few, you had a few questions. Um, um, gotcha. how about the one about outlining? Okay. Mark, do you outline before you start your script? Never. 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 I've never outlined anything I've written. And that's unusual. There's a, there's a process called index carding where you sit down and you start right. to put together scenes and ideas and you put them up on a board. Actually, Final Draft software has both a, what they call a storyboard and a beat, uh -huh. a beat board where you can put up, uh, you can put it, I think it's only in Final Draft 11, but you can put it up on okay. a screen and, and, uh, anyway, I don't, and I know you're a novel writer, so you have a different process or you're primarily a novel writer. But for me, right. I think it, the, 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 uh, the media is short enough. It's only a hundred pages and it's half the words of a right. novel. The hardest thing to do is figure out your tent poles. And once you figure out your tent poles, I just feel like you write, you write between your, to your tent poles. So for me, it's a process of figuring out my, my concept, my characters, my midpoint and my ending. And that's all I really need yeah. to write to. I, and I make the problem with not outlining. Well, I don't know. Yeah. The problem with outlining too is sometimes you, you start to go off on the wrong track. What you think right. feels good isn't right so um so i no i don't outline i i recommend it if it, you need it uh in fact one of my students is having some severe problems with his script 
And I recommended he do something called a beat sheet, which is kind of an outline. It just basically sit down yeah. and you write out what happens. And, uh, and that's the beat board that we're, that I was talking about in final draft. Index carding is a little bit different. I think that's a pre-writing kind of thing. And that's how they do a lot of, oh. uh, writers rooms is they put up a, they put up index cards and they track the changes throughout the seasons. And it's definitely a way to keep track of it. I, I think if I was in a writer's room or I was a, the head writer, I would end up doing a lot more of that because you just can't keep track of it all in your head. Uh, so what I would suggest is if you, if you have problems organizationally or structurally, uh, you should outline, maybe sit down and, and work it out. Do you, so I assume you outline or you don't. No. Um, I usually start off with, I know my opening mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. and the characters that I want to develop for that. Mm-hmm. And I have what I call a tentative ending, mm-hmm. which basically, so I'll have a direction to go to, mm-hmm. but I put tentative in front of it because I know during the process of telling the rest of the story, I may come up with, while the direction may be the same, I may come up with a better ending. Of course, yeah. So I don't want, I don't want to, like you said, solidify this will be the ending. Yeah. Well, there are people under the impression that you can't write anything unless you know the ending. And I, I firmly disagree with that because endings yeah. are very fluid. They can change, like you're saying, exactly what your point is. You get into a situation where you come up with a better ending or a different, uh, situation that you, that you want to express. Um, yeah. so yeah, you know, Chris, well, I, we're going to, we're going to have to log off here in a minute, okay. but what I want to, I just want to tell the people here is Chris and I have been writing for way over, not way over, but you know, at least 20 plus years. And I think Chris yeah. would agree with me that the most consistent thing, the thing that we find most true is n- no one can teach you anything. It's, it's a matter of com- finding your voice and doing the experimenting you need to do, which means you have to write, yeah. write and write, right? Correct. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I know Chris is a pro because he's, well, first of all, he's been paid for it, but even before he got paid for it, uh, he, he and I met in, in writing class. I and mean, you could tell just from his work ethic, just from the way he, uh, approached critiques, just from the way he responded to people that he was learning and he was not afraid to make those mistakes. So, um, so anyway, we both are you know, quite accomplished, uh, writers and we both work very hard at it. And that's the, that if there's a secret to, to writing, it's just work hard. Well, at this point, we're going to call it a night or day. Uh, my name's Mark Sevy. I'm with, uh, author, screenwriter, uh, article writer, short story writer, all around good guy, Christopher Styers. You can find him at ChristopherStyers.com. You can find him on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. He has an author's page there. He's coming out with his seventh novel and soon to be followed with his eighth and eighth and ninth novel and, uh, working yeah. on a screenplay. I'm excited to hear about that. So Chris, thank you very much, uh, for, for, um, joining us on plot points again, as always with, uh, for me, my, for myself, my co-hosts and for OC screenwriters, be inspired, do good work. <laughs>